Women Taking the Lead, episode 253. Just do it. Like, you know, I think you and I talked about that before. Like, whatever it is that is a little scary for you, don't worry about it being perfect um, because the perfection piece is what's going to keep you from moving forward and... Um, just go do it. Don't worry about what happens. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I am here with Emmy Kirshner, who was in episode 80 of Women Taking the Lead, but so much has been going on in her life and in her business. We were chatting recently, and we both thought, like, yes, she needs to come on and share what she's doing because she has had some amazing ahas in her business. And just to remind you, Emmy is a speaker, coach, and author who masterfully combines her deep, intuitive abilities with her analytical sense to help creative entrepreneurs double and triple their revenue. She's committed to impacting 1 million entrepreneurs over the next five years and teaches the leadership skills necessary to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. She's known for giving meaningful tools, not just theory, to implement marketing, sales, and operational strategies that result in increased profitability and more freedom in the rest of your life. Emmy, it is such a pleasure to have you back on Women Taking the Lead. So just remind everyone, tell everyone a little bit about you and some of the things you have going on in your world right now. Absolutely. And thank you so much. I am so, so excited to be here with you. Um, Love being back on the show. It's so amazing. Um, And a little bit about me. I, as you just read, I work with creative entrepreneurs and those are, um, you know, people who are really passionate about what it is that they bring to the table and they offer their clients or their customers. They're usually service-based and I help them grow amazing businesses that allow them to live the life that they've always wanted to live. Um, you know, they're purpose driven, they're, they're fun, but they also want to do a lot, you know, outside of their business too. So I make that happen with a whole um, blueprint process that I have. And um, I think my biggest transition was that I started as a health coach. And the funny thing about health coaching, when you're working with entrepreneurs and you're talking about, you know, why they're stressed out or eating, you know, way too much or not eating at all, is, you know, they talk about what's going on in their business. And I started solving their problems uh, and helping them, you know, overcome sales challenges, um, hiring team, et cetera, and helping them make more money. And I, over the last couple of years, that's what I've transitioned to. Um, and now what I'm doing exclusively. So I have all new programs, um, all new offerings, and it's been just amazingly fun, but just so, so cool to see the results and the ha- ahas that people get when they have clarity and then they can see where they want to go and then make it happen. Mm-hmm. And what's really funny is, you know, you kind of stumbled into the work that you were doing right now, just because like, it was like for you, no brainer work to help entrepreneurs with their health by helping them solve problems in their business. And it's so funny because I have um, within my coaching system, what I refer to my clients as superpowers, like what are your superpowers? And one of the questions I ask my clients is, what do you do 
so naturally that you take it for granted, right? right. It, it, like it's, you think everybody has this skill. And so for you, it sounds like it was just like, oh, wow. Like people don't know, like that it could be this simple or this easy. It's like you stumbled on one of your superpowers, but I think in your business with, and with your clients, you refer to as working within your zone of genius. Am I right about that? Or is it something yeah. separate? Yeah. So tell well, me about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's both because the zone of genius for me, and I think what a lot of entrepreneurs fall into is that they're working in their business. They're busy in the doing mm -hmm. and they're not um, working on and thinking strategically or long term. Uh, and they're also not doing enough of the thing that they love, whatever service they provide. And you have, you know, certain skills that um, you're excellent at. And that's that's kind of the rounding out all of the zone of genius that you want to be spending the bulk of your time in. Um, and when you're not, you can't grow. And so give me an example, Emmy, of something you like a client you were working with, you know, who, you know, because the sound of it, it's almost like they start working with you and you identify that they're spinning their wheels, doing a lot of work and focusing in the wrong areas. But then you're able to help them to leverage a certain ability or skill or service. Do you have an example of that that you could share with us? Yeah, of course. Of course. So like a lot of my clients, um, you get stuck with, oh, my website has to be perfect and I need to spend all this time on social media and all these things that are in the background and are important in, you know, in your marketing, but they're not actually bringing clients in and they're not spending the time, you know, doing the business development and creating the sales so that they can actually make money. And I've seen a number of people, you know, reach six figures and beyond where they didn't even have a website, but they were out making the connections, you know, creating great relationships and the work they did with their clients was you know, fantastic. So that brought in referrals and, and grew the business that way. Mm -hmm. And I think the key lies in also, you mentioned this earlier, working, you know, spending a little more time working on your business rather than in your business. Mm -hmm. How do you help your, your clients make that transition transition? Because I, you know, I have my own thing with my clients too, because they also tend to be doers, perfectionists, you know, yeah. they, they like to be in oh, control yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and doing the work. And sometimes it's, it, it, it's a process. How do you help your clients like realize because like really the hard part is is changing the belief that I need to do everything right or I or this yeah. has to be perfect before we can move on how do you help them do that so there's a couple of things that I do one is I always encourage them to bring on team members before they're ready to so that they can start offloading the things that they shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. um, so for a lot of my clients who tend to be you know, big thinkers, creatives, um, you know, getting stuck in the details and would really drag them down. And then they, you know, they're just spinning their wheels. Um, and then the other piece is, is putting planning in and, and, you know, business development in their calendar. So I am like crazy about, you know, having people put stuff in their calendar, everything in their calendar, their to do's, you know, scheduling exercise when they're eating. And it may sound really structured and it is, but there's a huge freedom in really just laying out what you want your day and your week to look like, putting the, the things like, you know, time off or going for yoga and, you know, and planning and, um, 
you know, client time, et cetera. And it takes the guesswork out. And not, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking it not only takes the guesswork out, but a lot of those things seem counterintuitive. Like a lot of people, you know, if you say to them, um, especially the, the, our clients, the perfectionists, the doers, you know, a, you know, people of action mm-hmm. telling them, well, if you just add a little more transition time into your calendar, or if you take some time off to go do yoga or med- whatever it is for you, you know, whether it's a walk in nature, doing yoga, meditations, breathing exercises, like if you took more downtime you would actually get more work done. Oh, yeah. Like nobody had their amazing creative epiphany while they were, you know, scrolling through Facebook or trying to multitask with five different things. Yeah, but updating nobody... the spreadsheet for the 10th time. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's when you're out like at the beach or, or you know, walk in the woods or you're you know, with your dogs or, you know, reading a book or something where you're like not doing anything that – all, you know, everything can kind of coalesce and really make sense and you get those great ideas. Mm-hmm. And you talk a lot about, you know, it, w- it was right in your bio, like helping your clients confidently step into the CEO role. And you and I have chatted a little bit about how you you really have to own like you're, you're not just the service delivery person in your business. Like you're the boss, like it's the mentality of it all. So, you know, what's interesting is, um, and, and I'd love to hear your experience of this. I think I, or I suspect a lot of people are coming to you because like marketing sales, client acquisition, like something's off, they need to figure it out. They've heard you're good at this. So they're, they want to come to you and find out how you can help them. And you definitely can help them with all of that stuff. You're really great at that. But I suspect you're probably spending more time working on the mindset, the beliefs, you know, the, um, the paradigm that they're living in that causes them to do the same things over and over and over again. Yes, absolutely. Because the strategy piece and and working out like the more um, concrete pieces are easy. It's like, you know, somebody who wants to lose weight, everybody knows they should eat more vegetables and they shouldn't eat, you know, junk food. It's getting into the why are they making those choices? And it's the same thing with entrepreneurs and running their business. A lot of people are like they're in the, the place of that doing and they're not setting boundaries you know, from a leadership perspective of like, this is my value, I'm going to own it. And this is the way I work. And that's it. And they they don't charge enough, they spend too much time negotiating for things, and just not seeing or owning like their, their self worth. Yeah, you're hearing me get excited on this side, because I, I want to <laughs> hear more about this, because I can't tell you how many times like somebody will come to me and be like, Everything in my business, I'm doing it. I'm getting it done. Like website offering services. Da, 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 da. You know what I need help on? What to charge? I don't know oh, what yeah. to charge. Like, like how do you? How do? Because like they're they're like I do not see myself as an expert at that. I I tend to share like okay, here's how I backed into my prices and the exper. You know, a little bit of experimenting. How do you tackle? Because this is like this is a hot button issue. How much do I charge for the services that I've created in my business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't. I'd like to say I had you know the one, two, three formula for that. It really depends on a number of things with that person. One is what are they comfortable asking for? 
And then two, like what's their experience? What are they offering? What is the market going to bear? But it, it, it's all, um, it's all kind of fluid because the market will bear what you can confidently ask for. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So you've backed up kind of my approach as well too. I'm like, well, there are a lot of questions we need to end. Like who's your ideal client? What's the service? What's the value? What's the perceived value of it? You know, and like you said, like how, like it's measured by how confidently Mm -hmm. You know, you can talk about this, right? Because if you can't, like, you could have the most valuable product and service that's out there in the market. But if you don't talk about it confidently, nobody's going to believe that it has any value. So value is conveyed by your confidence mm -hmm. in which you speak about it. And and how how do you approach that with your clients? Like when you tell them, like, well, it's it's a confidence issue. So I'll do practice. Like I'll give them, you know, the language to use and help them practice it. And then I'll just use different mindset techniques to um, kind of help them build that confidence. So they'll start like at one level and then we'll just keep building up and building up and building up until they can do it. Um, kind of like, the you know, just from rote memory almost. Mm -hmm. But I also because um, I think people get afraid or, or become afraid of like asking and I think you and I have talked about this before where like the brain doesn't know the difference between fear and excitement. So mm -hmm. I'm like, go jump up and down, get really excited before you're on a sales call or you're going to pitch to a client or send a proposal out. And that energy is going to come through. You know, mm -hmm. if you've got that, Oh my God, I've got to pay my bills. Are they going to sign? You know, is this good enough? Blah, blah, blah. They're going to feel that in a totally different way than, Oh my God, I'm so excited that I can hardly wait to help this person. And I offer so much life changing, tremendous value. <laughs> it does come across like you know I, I say this to my clients too like whatever energy you're experiencing that's going to shape your message you know so if you're like you said if you're worrying about are they going to sign are they going to like pay this price blah, blah 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 that will actually determine like say you're sending an email it will determine the language you use in the emails but if you're confident and you know you're providing something that is so valuable and you're like the attitude you're sending the email with is like you've got to jump on this like you got to jump on this now like this is like a smoking hot deal like that you're gonna love everything that i'm providing that will shape the language that goes Absolutely. into that email mm -hmm. totally it'll be two completely different emails yes yeah. <laughs> and emmy there's always like you know i kind of, we kind of joke in the coaching world that like you know we 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 teach what we need to learn or we we like are basically teaching those who are coming right after us right <laughs> so so this this is a part of your journey tell you know cuz you have a you know you you kind of brushed over it a little bit like kind of gave like that the 10,000 foot view of like you started as a health coach this is right. what you know to showing up in your business what was your experience in your business that caused you to make the changes you know just for yourself that now you're teaching it to other people oh god there's so many <laughs> I mean, not working in any area of my zone of genius would have been like number one like I spent an entire month playing with a CRM because and not like reaching out to anybody oh, wow. yeah. yeah I wanted all this vast like space in my calendar because I didn't want to be structured because I thought that was gonna like make me feel stifled um and I've definitely not charged, you know, what I could have, um, particularly in health coaching. Like I really had to work on on that. Um, 
So all of those things I've experienced and overcome. And um, I think that's what makes it so fun for me is, you know, is seeing my clients come to me for a lot of the same reasons and other ones and, you know, helping them shift and really have those aha moments and like, oh my God, this works and it's so easy. Mm -hmm. And I'm always curious because for me, it's always been a blending of like the, the solution in air quotes is always a blending of almost like the universe is sending me messages, like the books that people are recommending to me, the YouTube videos, you know, mm -hmm. what, what's, what, whatever's just coming into my world. But there's also a blending of, and I identify the expert advice that I need and I find the person who can give it to me. What helped you, you know, have those oh, aha moments and then make the changes in your business that like allowed you to be successful? Oh God, there's so many. Um, I'm going to say I've worked with some really great coaches myself. And then, um, I think Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass book was like, Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. And I read it like years ago. And she, and I had the audible version too, which if you have not read it, or even if you have, I would highly recommend getting the audible version because if, if she reads it or narrates it and, it's hysterical. She's it's hilarious. Yeah. She should be a stand-up comedian if she's not that's already. <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? I'm so done playing small. And I, that's one of the questions I ask myself every day is like, how can I play bigger? How can I play bigger? What do I want to do that will be even bigger than this? I love yeah. that. So those, I think, like that book was really a catalyst because I've read so many other books because of that book. And it was just different. And not that she says anything necessarily different than – any of the other self for you know, personal development books is that she was so funny and it resonated with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I felt the same way. Like she had really good content in her book, but I felt like I could really hear it cause my defenses were down. I was laughing with her. Like she told these stories and they were just so gut wrenchingly honest. Mm -hmm. You know, you couldn't help but laugh out loud or or picture it, see it. You know, when she oh. talked about living in a converted garage yeah. at one point in her life, like she described it so well. I, I pictured myself there, but I was laughing so heartily that there were moments, too, where I stopped laughing and I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. me, too. <laughs> exactly. I love it. And Emmy, you know, because for anybody like. I'd like, I really want to um, kind of stress because sometimes, you know, people who are at the beginning of the journey, they're like, once I get here, then I'll have made it and then it will be easy, right? And everything will be taken care of. But you and I both know new level, new devil, right? There's, there's always the next thing. And it's a good oh, yeah. thing. It's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with it, but you achieve one level of success and then there's the next horizon and then you achieve that. And then there's the next thing. What stage are you in your business where so what is the next horizon for you? Oh God, there's like, there's so many things that I want to do. Um, as I mentioned you know, before we started recording, I'm in process of starting a podcast. Yeah. Um, which I'm really excited about because I love, love, love talking to people. Um, I, looking at starting a membership site, um, probably the early 2019 and then, Really, my most favorite thing right now is my eight-week course, The Success Blueprint, um, which will be launching whatever the last Wednesday of September is. Oh, I can look that up. That is the 26th, okay. September 26th. 26th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I've, I've run it a couple of times already and it's been life changing for the people who have been through it. Um, just not only have they had a lot of fun and they've gotten, you know, great resources, but they essentially create a roadmap of, you know, for success where they can come back and use everything they've learned over and over and over again. And they know exactly what actions they want to take. And they're starting to see, you know, the results during the eight weeks where their business is growing. They have more time. Um, they're really becoming the CEO, you know, boss of their business. And um, it's been so much fun to see the progress. I love that. Okay. So I know some people who are listening, their ears perked up and they were like group program with Emmy, like who's already told us how amazing she is. Like, so who is typically the ideal person for this program? And what are some of the things that they work on or focus on in their businesses? Right. So if you are feeling stuck or um, you're ready to go to a new level, even if, and even if you've been in business for a few years, this is a great program for you to go through. Um, we're going to cover the first piece that I do is um, we're going to go through my life and business blueprint print, and we're going to really get deep and look at what you want, what you want to create both in your life and in your business. And that, that clarity process sets you up for everything else. And then we move through um, some you know, leadership mindset pieces, really getting into what I refer to as your operating state and where your zone of genius is so that you're coming to your day totally pumped every day. And then we move through into marketing sales. Um, some of my, I think, most favorite modules are um, the systems and automation and hiring, um, which I think for some people is not very sexy, but totally frees up your time when you've got stuff just working on autopilot. And it's the scary stuff. I find a lot of people, it's not just that it's not sexy. They get very intimidated, intimidated by thinking about like technology and hiring, right? Those are, those are hot button issues for yeah. entrepreneurs. So I have a detailed process that I share in that program that takes you through all of that. Um, and it's, it's been fantastic. Awesome. And where can they go to find out more about this? Emmy? Oh, sure. So on my website, it's emmykirshner.com and that's E-M-I-K-I-R-S-C-H-N-E-R.com. Awesome. Any final thoughts or stories you want to share with anyone who's listening to really capture who you are and what you're trying to contribute in the world? Oh my goodness. Any thoughts? Um, just do it. Like, you know, I think you and I talked about that before, like whatever it is that is a little scary for you, don't worry about it being perfect. Um, cause the perfection piece is what's going to keep you from moving forward and, um, just go do it. Don't worry about what happens. I love that action over perfection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And Emmy, is there anywhere else that people can find out more about you um, and, and just connect with you to start a conversation? Oh, yes. Anywhere on social media. Um, for the most part, if you're if you just Google my name, Emmy Kirshner, I'm on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, Pinterest, not much on Pinterest. Um, 
I have a Facebook group called Lifestyle for Leaders, so I would love to invite anybody into that. It's been a really fun group of super supportive, super smart, rocking women who want to grow great businesses. Yeah, there's a lot of women like that in this community. So thank you so much for that. And for those of you who are listening, I totally hope you've enjoyed more time with Emmy. And if you go to Women Taking the Lead and you put her name in the search bar, which is EMI, you'll find this episode as well as her original episode. So you'll, you'll, you'll see Emmy in her progression, which is awesome. <laughs> Uh, all of that will pop right up because I know oftentimes you guys are on the go and in the car while you're listening. Yeah. So just go to womentakingthelead.com, put EMI in the search bar. She will come right up. And Emmy, thank you so much for, again, taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you. Aww. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.